With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, right now, college football, Deion Sanders in Colorado, not as much trouble with the start time as you think they were going to have. They lead Stanford 14 to nothing going to the second quarter. Shador Sanders has already thrown for 100 yards and two touchdowns. One of them to Travis Hunter making his return second touchdown of the night. He's got two catches for 36 yards and a score. And I'll tell you what, now whatever you feel about Deion Sanders and Colorado and everything else, it is really good to see him back after what looked like a really bad injury on a dirty hit. And here's one of the best stories in college football we watch beginning. A two-way player playing 110 plays a game is back. And not only back, but he's back and already contributing as we saw him in the first quarter. Sprinting towards the end zone, uh, slid down to his knees, prayer pose. I was nervous that the official was going to throw a flag and then all of a sudden we were going to have a whole other topic start flowing out of this game uh, with a guy that was uh, sidelined, as you said, with such a devastating, uh, dirty hit weeks ago. So big return to prime time and 
And let's face it, Stanford had one one shot thus far in the first quarter. They had one big attempt at a pass play, and the receiver looked absolutely lost trying to catch the ball. Got separation, got an opportunity, and the ball fell harmlessly incomplete. Like, damn it, that was our chance to make this a game. Mm. And instead, here we go. And uh, Stanford now, if you're watching this, it's the fun thing about this is I think Steve Spurrier might be coaching the game because they're employing the old two-quarterback system in this game. No, Ashton Daniels and Justin Lampson, who just ran for a first down. And why I bring up Justin Lampson? Because he was supposed to be the next guy at Syracuse after Garrett Schrader graduated. Ah. Hey, everything was set up. Lamson was the guy. He came in, but then he got hurt last year. He was out all year, but it didn't matter because Schrader turned into a star. But he was going to be the next guy. It was like, okay, yeah, Lamson's coming great. And then suddenly, boom, he transfers out to Stanford. And now it's, oh, man, can we get another year for Schrader? Uh, more eligibility for Schrader? Can he, can he stay another year? <laughs> so uh, the guy who was supposed to be the guy for me, Mike Harmon, is now I'm watching him run for a first down on Friday night for the Cardinals. Yeah, I remember uh, a game at Stanford when we were living up in the Bay Area where another two-quarterback team came to town. Uh, Chris Sims and Major Applewhite mm. in Texas came to town. And you want to talk about even in a, in a post-game uh, you know, victory, whatever. A uh, lot of angst, a lot of anger in that parking lot. <laughs> Two quarterbacks. What the hell's Mac Brown doing? What are we doing around here? <laughs> it was all angsty. It's like, wow, this is kind of a weird, weird thing to be in the middle of watching this unfold as guys are heading towards the bus. But yeah, look, you you got to try to make something happen. And what do you do? Embrace a little bit of chaos and and different looks, and just hope that. Uh, Colorado's defensive coordinator and all the assistants were asleep at the wheel as to the fact that that might be employed. Yeah, and that's what I, that was my first time thinking we should have trades in college football. The major Applewhite, Chris Sims. Yeah, like, no, well, I remember. You, yeah, you trade somebody, right? Trade Applewhite. People love him, right? He was a great freshman star. No, no, Chris Sims is going to wait three years to not beat out Major Applewhite and be a third round pick in there. You talk about bad decisions like that's like, and I feel like Arch Manning could have been reliving that if Quinn Ewers wasn't so good and headed to the NFL as soon as possible. <laughs> I was like, he's going to relive that, but no, Ewers is he's special, man. I'll tell you what, the way that easy delivery and that ball comes out on a rope who somebody's going to take yours as like the fifth or sixth quarterback off the board and get like Justin Herbert lucky by getting him because he is he is a real thing man just watching him throw people got to see him play last week for the first time against Oklahoma in that great game and I'm sure you walk away going oh wow this kid can throw and he makes it look easy just just boom you can look at you can throw both sides of the field stop and pop back to the he can roll right and throw left pretty easy I watched him roll left and throw right a couple of times to receivers who were open and it wasn't a ball that just you know was a balloon ball this is something that was kind of on a line tell you man Quinn Ewers is really special I love watching that kid play Look at how fun. excited you are. Yeah. Add another quarterback to the Barbie. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, why not? Because, you know, the Jets may be the point of drafting one, so why not add that guy? No, but, but legitimately, <laughs> we've got so many guys that you say, well, what about this guy? What about this guy? Right system, right opportunity, right? I mean, because one thing, one positive, I think, that comes out of the Brock Purdy uh, selection by the 49ers. Now, obviously, they're a little bit different in terms of organizational stability, focus, and even if they miss, like they did in the Trey Lance situation, the rest of the team rolls on. Now, eventually, you know, you'll you'll have your day of reckoning, but that doesn't seem like it's happening anytime soon. But maybe it emboldens some other squads as I think more teams are embracing the idea of we've got to weather storms. We just can't keep 
doing the turnstile thing of coaches, coordinators, etc. That maybe there's guys like that that would you know like yours that wouldn't be the first or second off the board. We're not talking about them up there. But it's like, hey, you know what? We really want this guy as opposed to, all right, we'll, we'll take a quarterback because we need to. <laughs> because you start building uh, a unit around the guy instead of, all right, let's, uh, let's do what, what we've always done is, all right, this is what we employ, and he's just going to have to work to what we do well. It's like, no, 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 no. Sometimes, you know, you, you go find the, the talent, and you just made the impassioned plea as if you were talking about C.J. Stroud again. You're a guy. Mm-hmm. So you just moved the advance to the year. He's good, but I'm telling you, watch out. Uh, this hour of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Mark my words, potentially a better Justin Herbert, Quinn Ewers. Watch out. Now, speaking of number one picks, right, in the draft coming up, I got a big hot take for you because we have a game coming up on Sunday that seems like it's going to be a big-time runaway, and it probably will be as the Panthers are taking on the Dolphins. And I think the Dolphins are, what, an 86-and-a-half-point favorite, or is that the over-under? It's growing by the moment. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's multiplying like the national debt. (laughs) Boy, I just checked five minutes ago. I know it's insane. Uh, but you want you want a, a, a it sounds like a hot take, but it really isn't. Carolina is zero and five, and I I completely admit, hey, I was wrong about Carolina. I thought Bryce Young was going to come, and he's a smart quarterback. He's accurate. He's got enough weapons around him. You know, Adam Thielen was going to be a big addition, and he has been. Thielen's been pretty good, mm-hmm. and they have enough of a running game, and it just hasn't worked. And and it, it's just I, look it, it it's I'm surprising because the division is not very good, it just hasn't worked. But there's bigger fish to fry here because Carolina is zero and five, and not that you can sit back and say all right I can I can project over the course of the next you know ten eleven weeks, but Carolina is still the only over team in the NFL. Right? You have other bad teams, but they're the only over team. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young could end up being a one-and-done in Carolina and get moved to another team because the Panthers, 0-5, trying to find the wins, trying to find the way. Are they going to win more games than the Giants? Are they going to win more games than the Bears or the Vikings? Carolina gets that number one pick. They ain't going to trade it. They know well, it's already well. gone. Caleb, well, I mean, oh, that's right. The I Bears forgot. already have it. That's it's, right. It's the done. Bears have that pick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I no, no, no. I, I, I like, I liked where oh. you're going in theory. The problem oh, is, I forgot the practicality. About that. that that pick is already in oh, Chicago. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. To the, oh, I completely forgot. Oh, wow. Well, which yeah, is bad. why you know oh, you start bad, looking man. at it. If the Bears yeah. uh, go out of their way and win too many games, Ooh. they screw around. I mean, at least the Panthers' pick will still be high. That is true. No, that is true. Hey, we can do whatever we want to. And well, then Justin Fields is going. Great, again, another year with the number one pick. <laughs> They're going to believe in me. What are they going to do? What's going to happen there? Well, oh, but, but if he plays well enough, right, because I just leave it to the Bears for a second, the schedule's there. That game against the Denver Broncos is going to be one that just eats up the season, right? Because yeah. you, you can go beat Minnesota this week. You, there's a couple more winnable games on the schedule coming up. Curious showdown at the end of the month here against the Chargers in Los Angeles. But – yeah, that number one pick from the Panthers, 
That could still be mm. the number one or number two pick overall. Man. Their own pick, they may get, they may do well enough to where it creates a problem because now you're in no man's land uh, with the direction of the quarterback position. Oh boy, I'll tell you, I, I I I I had forgotten that pick. I'm like, oh my goodness, that pick is law. Oh my god, and his poor Justin Fields. Doesn't matter. I could lead the team. In, I could lead the lead NFL in, in throw. They're really gonna trade that pick again. They're really gonna say, oh no no, we believe in you, Justin. Well, We're gonna trade they... that number one overall pick again. But maybe they do. Maybe there's you – know, you always look at the convergence of circumstances, you know, where picks get conveyed uh, to others based on uh, other deals that have gone down. All right, here's your conditionals. That suddenly they can go pick up two or three picks in the first round, another second. And if you lean into Justin Fields, you do. What's hard for the Panthers is losing that first pick is you're not getting them the help he needs. Right, because whatever you think of Miles Sanders, whatever you think of Chuba Hubbard, all right, fine, serviceable running backs. Thielen, he's old. He's WR11 for fantasy purposes, though. Smith. Yeah, that's yeah, no, I mean, so hey, if you had him so in fantasy, good. he's doing pretty well for but, you. But you got guys like Marshall that they expected to take a step forward. He was a healthy scratch last week. So you're not finding help there, and their offensive line's atrocious. So you have so many other component parts you need, and now you don't even have that bargaining chip Going forward, I mean, you want to talk about a poorly run organization. Look over at where McCaffrey is, now DJ Moore, and you have no first-round pick next week, next year. Wow. Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live in the TireRack.com studios. All right, so from that to the story where, as I said, I'm going to zig where you think I'm going to zag, right? Because we have the Eagles and the Jets coming up on Sunday. Let me just tell you this. The Jets aren't winning. All right, because what the Jets want to do is run the football, obviously. What do the Eagles do? They stop the run, right? They're a top three team in the NFL in stopping the run, and it's not like Zach Wilson's going to suddenly start throwing the football and spraying it all over the field. It may be a little bit tougher than you think, and it's going to be one of those days where the Jets' defense rises up a little bit, but the Eagles have a little bit too much for the Jets. I'm not not expecting to say, oh, look at this, the Jets are going to fight it. The Eagles are going to win. But you talk about all the attention on the brotherly shove play, which the Eagles now we know they call Snoopy. Uh, that's gotten so much mm-hmm. attention. Uh, the third and fourth down play where they gather everybody behind Jalen Hurts, push him forward, he's able to get the first down. It's nearly unstoppable. You're going to expect me to come out and say, oh, you're going to talk about this play. It should be banned. It should be illegal. It should be all this stuff. No, no, no. I love the play. I think the play is awesome. If you're talking about banning the play, NFL blew it because they should have done it after last year when they knew, hey, this Eagles quarterback sneak is going to be a problem, especially seeing it in the Super Bowl. It becomes, you know, that's going to, that amplified it by 10 times. That's where the NFL should have looked at it, but they didn't. But this play is genius. It's absolute genius. I love it because it's legal. And the reason I love it the most is because the defenses know it's coming and they can't stop it. And Mm -hmm. this is why I can't find any – I can't have any sympathy for the defense or anybody else because you know it's coming. Find a way to stop it, right? I mean, if you told the defense, hey – you know, going to know exactly what play is coming. Great, we're going to stop it. Oh no, that oh that's unfair. And look, I get Jason Kelsey's point earlier in the week, center for the Eagles on his podcast, saying people are going to fake injuries. They're going to find an injury way to ban this play. And I hope not, because that's just dumb. Because this is, like I said, this is a great play. They're taking advantage of the rules, and they know exactly what they can and can't do. And the defense knows what's coming, and the other team can't stop it. This is a great play. I love watching it. I love watching it succeed. And I can't wait to see if a defense does. 
does find a way. I mean, Robert Sala said earlier this week, we have to give Jalen Hurts 11 kisses. Well, okay, as you've seen, you think other teams haven't tried to really right. jam the line and, and, and hit Jalen Hurts? I mean, okay, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. But I really am looking forward because I want to see if there's a team can find a way to stop it. I want if there's a way for them to stop that play from happening. But I love the play. I love the play, and I love seeing them do what they do with it. Well, you take advantage of your strengths, and their offensive line is one we've talked about. I don't I – don't, want to get into Jalen Hurts and how much time he puts on leg day. But, I mean, it's part of it, right? Get the extra push and make it work. Now, the Giants are a team that would probably raise their hand and say, hey, we've got incidences of the injuries based on this play, and they can go and bark up Park Avenue all they want. Otherwise, there's no data to suggest that. There's nothing. It's all anecdotal. And we've seen other teams attempt it. The Bears have had some success with their variation of it to where they were joking about it, calling it, you know, the deep dish, uh, whatever, uh, <laughs> trying to figure out what the third word there was going to be. But, you know, a couple of teams have done it to some level of success. Others just don't have enough of the personnel or, or trust uh, to go in there and, and make that play. I mean, how many quarterbacks do we have that quarterback sneaks are kind of a foreign concept, right? You saw the Chiefs do one last night. It wasn't with the quarterback. Right? It was with the, the punter going up from, you know, uh, fake field goal kind of thing. So you, we, we look at it uh, across the league. It's, it's much ado about nothing. I mean, you got mm-hmm. other rules you need to go back and reevaluate yeah. long before you need to uh, <laughs> spend any time in a in a room debating this one. And you know, and I'll give you, you want a big bowl prediction for Sunday. Ready for this? The Eagles are going to line up to run that play one time. Like they'll run run it a couple of times. They'll line up to run it, and they'll either run a reverse or a pass out of it for huge chunk yardage. The Jets will load up to stop it like everybody tries to do, and eventually you're going to have to do that because eventually you're going to have to find a way to keep the defense a little bit honest, and this is the week they do it. They run either a reverse or a play action where where, where Jalen Hurts looks like he's going to go and he's going to back up and he's going to throw something over the top for huge yardage. I can see it happening. I, I just see, And I see it happening against the Jets who are going to be incredibly aggressive on defense because, look, that's the one thing they do. They are unbelievable unbelievably aggressive look they 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 kept Denver in the first half of that game last week because Denver was using their aggressiveness against them the Jets defensive line was dominant they were pushing the Broncos offensive line back and all the Broncos did was say okay we're going to run a draw or it's going to be uh, the, the halfback out in the flat or Russell Wilson's going to have a kind of mini designed run and gaining big yards out of that the Jets are really really aggressive they'll take advantage of it it's going to be a huge play it'll be embarrassing and it's going to run everywhere I've already come to grips with the fact that it's going to happen Mike I've already come you to know what, what I have to ask you though is uh, as the injury reports start, start flowing through and obviously we'll know more Sunday morning, we'll get our official inactives. Uh, but we got a few from this game. Uh, is it the kind of thing where, hey, two of our defensive players are going to be out, so you need to drop a few of yours? Darius Slade, Jalen Carter, both out. Uh, you, you look for the Jets, no DJ Reed, and Sauce Gardner suddenly is ill. What the hell, man? Yeah, no, I'm telling you. I mean, Twitter, but but look, Car- Carter not being there might give you a little bit of uh, maybe hope for your run yeah. game. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. But remember, we're also running. Uh, we're, we're we're missing our best offensive lineman, and we're down a couple of other starters buddy, on the O line. Hey, it's hey, gonna hey, be hey, tough, hey, pal. Hey, hey. It's gonna be buddy, tough, buddy. You, you're not talking about you're missing a Jets lineman. 
<laughs> You're just hoping to put five guys out there. Who's out there at this point doesn't matter. Right? I mean, saying, hey, this guy's out. No, no, no. You knew that. You're already stipulating to the fact that your offensive line was terrible. Exit out by Fresca. Exit Swollen Dull. I'm seeing that brotherly shove play. It's going to happen. Uh, coming up next, college football news. Insider Pete Futak stops by. We take a look at all the big games tomorrow. Oregon, Washington, USC, Notre Dame, and more. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> it's the Halloween remake. I'm just saying, let's go. Michael, Michael Myers in the middle of the dance floor with his hand up in the air, and everybody's dancing around him, jumping up. Yeah, he nod just starts, your head. He just starts stabbing people. It doesn't matter. The blood is. It's like the. It's like that scene from Blade in the beginning when they're all dancing in the club and all the blood is. He's just stabbing everybody. People are handing him drinks. He's doing shots and then throwing them back at people. I like the way you think. Oh, that's a gif right there. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. A big day in college football tomorrow. USC Notre Dame is not the game of the day. Oh, we'll get to that. Joining us on the hotline help us break it all down. He is the owner, editor, proprietor, Grand Pooba of collegefootballnews.com. You are one-stop shopping for everything you need college football all the breakdown, all the analysis. He is on Twitter, at Pete Futek. It is Pete Futek. What's happening, bud? Well, Colorado's on, so we're not stopping everything we're doing so we can watch this? You no, know, because Dion's very upset that it's on in, in this late window, so he, he would just rather not be playing the game. Well, I, seriously? Well, if, <laughs> you don't need to watch because literally I've gotten four alerts on my phone that Colorado, like, you know, ate a sandwich or something in the last five minutes. So, yeah. it, it, but, you know, realistically, what's, what's wacky about this, and well, this is, you know, professional segue into more important Pac-12 stuff, is that look, this is kind of a big deal because for all the hype and for all the craziness, look at the rest of Colorado's schedule. It'll win tonight. If it doesn't beat Arizona, it's not going bowling because it ain't beating Utah, UCLA, and you know the other great teams on the schedule. At the very least, it's going to be the underdog in every game except for Arizona. So, can you imagine after all this, they don't go to a bowl, which is very possible if Arizona rises up in the rocks. Oh wow! You are so you are not a believer then. I could put you in the non-believer status because well, people just, believe or non-believer. You're non-believer. Well. A believer in what they're, they're good. It's a great turnaround. It's a great year. Uh, but their defense just isn't good. They just so happen to be playing Stanford, who isn't good at football. But no, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> I, I've said this before. I'm a, I'm a huge Dion. I literally, I, in the closet right over there, there's an old school Dion jersey from a million years ago, which I don't wear because grown men shouldn't wear jerseys. But uh, yeah, I'm a fan. But they're just, you know, they'll be better next year. Let's put it that way. Stuff playing over the public address uh, speaker system while Stanford's going to snap the ball, so you had to stop that. I, I had to turn it off as soon as the uh, announcers, while a uh, Colorado defender stood over an opponent, made a kind of a slashing gesture to his neck or whatever, said, I don't see what the penalty is. Like, I don't yeah. Know. I, I'm, I'm done with you, Mark that. Jones, in the house. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can't do that if you're Bryce Harper either. But okay, but, but I digress. <laughs> but I digress. Moving on to the game. Jason and I chopped it up a little bit earlier. Offense well days. Stats all over the place. Pete Butek. Washington, Oregon, 66 and a half as the total. Uh, I called it a giant buckle, bucket of wings and a bottle of bourbon kind of game because uh, that's how enjoyable it'll be. I hope so. I, I hope we're, we're we're getting a wild and crazy game where you have two NFL quarterbacks and two great offenses going at. They're they're essentially the same. Uh, the difference being that Oregon really and again, I don't mean to. I really don't mean to keep dogging Colorado, but I will. Uh, if you look at Oregon, there's a high chance that they haven't played a team that's going to go bowling. I mean, they're they've been great, but now we finally get to see them open it up against a team that can really hang with them on both sides. And it just depends, can you get to Michael Penix Jr. or not? Because that style of passing game that they have gets the ball out of his hands in a hurry, and the offensive line has been great. And so when you give him any time to hit those downfield shots, forget it. Oregon's got a great running game. Washington's got Penix Jr. I'm sheepishly going with Washington because it's at home, but you're right. I mean, I'm, this is, this might be the first of two and certainly, uh, these two future big tenors are going to put on a big time show tomorrow. Pete, if I said to you right now, agree or disagree, regardless of ranking, Oregon and Washington might be the best two teams in college football right now. Nah, no, no, not, they're not there. I mean, again, they haven't really, look at their schedule. They, they've been good, but look, Washington kind of sputtered a little at Arizona. I mean, they haven't really played, you know, a whole bunch of killing me. At Michigan State, I guess. I mean, but that was right after the Mel Tucker stuff. It, no, I mean, I, honestly, the crazy part about all this is it's kind of, if you really want to look at who the four actual best teams are when it's all said and done, it's Georgia and three teams in the Big Ten East. That's pretty, everyone else is sort of just a half click behind all that. Pete, the other game, obviously, us being in Southern California, everybody looking at USC and the excitement traveling to Notre Dame. Notre Dame a slight favorite. Hartman coming off the five-turnover game. Uh, but as we know, USC has uh, an allergy to defense. Yeah, and look, not only an allergy to defense, but go the over on this. Because, look, that defense – also has not got to, again, I keep going with this theme, but it's kind of crazy this time of year. They haven't played anybody who's a sure thing to go bowling. I mean, their schedule, like San Jose State and Stanford and, you know, Arizona's not a sure thing. And again, Colorado's not a sure thing. I mean, it's not like they're going up against, outside of Colorado, a whole slew of high-octane teams, and they're still giving up, what, 24 points to bad Arizona State team? So then, yeah, so how is Notre Dame not getting off the bus with at least 30-something points? I, I can't get past it. It's still 13, still Caleb Williams, and you saw it in the Arizona game where when they didn't wake up. And, again, as I've said before in here, USC's got this funky habit of going into like a 15-minute nap every single game. It just so happened to be at the beginning of Arizona, and then they were trying to chase it the rest of the way. And then when they had to have it, Caleb Williams was like, you know what, I'm one of the 15 best quarterbacks on the planet, and I'm going to show you why. I, I just kind of think when that offense is fully f- fully focused, and I think it will be, it has a little bit more. Uh, I'm, I'm totally torn on this. I will not be shocked in either way, but I'm, I'm going to go USC just because they have the guy. Oh, I, I'll make it simpler for you because USC – they will win up until the moment they absolutely have to. When they absolutely have to win, 
that's when they throw up on themselves. This is not one of those times, oh, my God. They, no, okay, they could win. So they'll win this game because it's not that kind of game. Late in the year, UCLA, we have to beat UCLA. We have to win the Pac-12 championship game. That's when USC falls short. So this game, no. Well, we'll be fine in this well, game. Yeah, they're coming up. They got, they've got a killer schedule coming up. And the other key thing is, this too, it's Sam Hartman, Mr. Just for Men ad himself. He has a weird way over his career where he went a long time without making any mistakes, and then all of a sudden they come in, a, they come in bunches. Mm-hmm. They come in, uh, come in a flourish where uh, there was the bowl game against Wisconsin where all of a sudden they were killing them, and then all of a sudden pick, 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 and that, that was it. He, he kind of has it once in a while. And USC's defense has a pass rush. So the, the, great, the, the Notre Dame offensive line's been great so far. But it's not like Hartman has had to deal with a whole lot of a pass rush because Ohio State doesn't really have a have one. So this is going to be the first time that Hartman's been really under pressure. And it's not USC isn't taking the ball away like it did last year, but it sure has that ability and potential. Another uh, big game between top twenty-five teams. I was going to make a joke about some of these games you can get into for under ten bucks including Syracuse, $5 get in against Florida State. Uh, but we got UCLA and Oregon State. You know, State. let's add Florida State. Oh, by the side, like it's a carrier dome. Is it's not still five bucks. Tickets. Just telling you, it's okay. It's okay. $5. <laughs> UCLA, are they for real? Uh, okay. But, like, again, compared to the rest of the Pac-12, I mean, I think Washington State's for real. Got them last week. Oregon State's for real. You know, Washington's for real, USC's for real. So for real, yeah, but now you're kind of having the, you know, the, the usual SEC problem where you could be for real and good and be 9-3, and three and it's great. You're going to the, you know, whatever bowl. So it, they're, they're a good team, but they're sound. They're sound. It took Chip Kelly so long to get that offensive line right because it was never right for years under Mora, and then it took a while for Kelly to get there. And now they've got the – they're a physical team. This is not any sort of, you know, kind of finesse bunch. They can actually bash. It's not like uh, some of Kelly's old uh, Oregon teams, which kind of got by on a gimmick. They, this team can really play. So uh, I like them, and they're, they're going to be a tough out each and every week. I don't think they're going to get to the uh, Pac-12 championship, but they're going to they're gonna screw someone up along the way. Pete, lastly, a game that was supposed to be another great one, uh, a little bit of less luster on it because of Miami not kneeling on the football last weekend. Uh, he was now, down! He didn't uh, need to! See, I, I told That's I what get, I said! I get it. Well, I, look, I said it was general principle. You're going to be stupid and run the football. We're going to say it's a fumble. <laughs> Uh, this should be two 5-0 and teams, Miami, North Carolina, going at it. Instead, like I said, a little bit of luster off this uh, because Miami gets the loss. We talked about this a lot. If I said to you, Pete, the reason Miami didn't kneel on the football was blank. Forget it because we know it was an awful day. If I said the reason they didn't let kneel on the football, what would you say? Uh, the ghost of Joe Pisarczyk came down. From, <laughs> you know, I don't think he's even dead, so he's probably not a ghost. But, yeah, I mean, it was a miracle at the middle. It was a bet. Look, he was down. He should not. It should not have been called a fumble. He was actually down, but still, you don't fumble it and make a play, make a defensive play. Actually, the reason why the reason why they ran the ball is because of those god awful uniforms that <laughs> that just really distracted from the greater goal. Uh, but look, you know, this is this is an interesting game because what I did like about that is if you notice at the very end, it's just a regular season game. Or they're still very good, but that team was crushed. You see, like they didn't, they just didn't, and they were like balling on this. They were like, we, you put their heart and soul into this thing, and you lost on that. 
I, this is a really good team. I kind of like. I think they're more like the team that beat Texas A&M than whatever that was against Georgia Tech. Who, you know, they were made some changes on defense, and then they you know, were able to get that job done. But I, I'm still waiting for North Carolina to wake up and go back to being North Carolina a bit. But here's one funky little nugget I'll leave you with: Florida State. Well, if they get by Syracuse, of course. Mm, uh, yes, Lou- yes, yes. Louisville and North Carolina. They don't play each other. So you don't have, like, a Big Ten East thing. So if they keep winning, and if you look at Louisville's schedule, it might, this could be a really fun and entertaining debate we're going to have about the ACC come mid-November. He's on Twitter, at Pete Futak. That is I literally just got another ESPN alert on Colorado. Just yeah, they now. just scored. I yeah, just, they just scored. There I you just, go. I literally <laughs> just got another alert. That's, my God, they're, this is crazy. All right, Pete, we'll make it easier on you. I'll have our producer, Patrick, call you when there's a score in the game. He'll just call your phone Please. the rest of the night. I mean, the keyword no is – alerted to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out collegefootballnews.com for all your latest predictions, analysis, all done by the man we've been speaking to, Pete Futek. Pete, as always, buddy, appreciate it. Enjoy the updates. Later, guys. See ya. Ping. There goes, there goes Pete Futek, the Jason Ding. Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled. Seriously, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Now let's check out what's trending in the wide world of sports with Steve DeSager, SD. Colorado 29 nothing over Stanford about three minutes to go in the first half and something you referenced earlier to start the second quarter the announcement from the referee on the field as Stanford had the ball on offense please stop playing while Stanford is in formation ready to snap the ball All he needed was the Brett Musburger second and nine. Second down and Let's nine. Move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Stanford has all of 34 yards passing in the first half. I did mention last hour this is not a good football team and has not been for a few years now. They're going to be one and five after tonight and perhaps two and ten for the season. They're Should still it? waiting. They're still waiting. Yes. If Andrew Luck comes out of retirement to play for Stanford, they will be fine. They're still he waiting. is at the game. He is. They're He's on waiting. the sidelines. He's suiting up. I'm looking. He's getting dressed right now. And uh, Anthony Anderson on the Colorado sideline, I don't believe he's suiting up, just for the record. Oh, okay. He is lean right. and mean now, though. He's ready yeah, to go. He Leaner, he yes. Wow, There's... Steve. <laughs> I mean, come on. I was trying to be positive. Okay. And... He's on a field with athletes. There's a certain standard here. Shadur Sanders, for example, speaking of athletes, has three touchdown passes. And yes, Colorado star Travis Hunter did return tonight. He'd missed the last three games after taking an illegal hit at a touchdown catch in the first quarter. He has five receptions, 70 yards so far. Colorado has over 100 yards rushing on only 13 carries in this first half. Also in progress in the final minute, Fresno State is taking a knee with the lead at Utah State, 37-32. And Tulane won thanks to two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, 31-21 at Memphis. Ohio State running back Travion Henderson is expected back for Saturday's game at Purdue. TCU quarterback Chandler Morris could miss multiple games with a sprained MCL. Kansas quarterback Jalen Daniels might miss another game Saturday 
on FS1 at Oklahoma State due to his bad back. FS1 will have four games on Saturday. And starting things off Saturday on Fox TV, it's number 2 Michigan hosting Indiana. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is out again Sunday with his shoulder injury. P.J. Walker will start as they host 5-0 and San Francisco. For the 49ers, running back Elijah Mitchell is questionable. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is out with a neck injury. Terod Taylor will start at Buffalo Sunday night. The Giants are 1-4, and and running back Saquon Barkley listed as questionable with an ankle injury. For the Cincinnati Bengals, wide receiver T. Higgins, who had the rib injury, listed as questionable, likely a game-time decision. He did return to full practice today. Cincinnati will be hosting Seattle. Lions running back Jameer Gibbs out this weekend with a hamstring injury. But Detroit wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown should return. He has no injury designation now. And Carolina's 0-5. They'll be playing at Miami. Carolina running back Miles Sanders out with a shoulder injury. Lexi Thompson missed the cut playing a PGA event in Las Vegas. She was at even par. The cut line was three under. Baseball's ALCS starts Sunday night on Fox TV. Texas at Houston. Rangers pitcher Max Scherzer with the strained shoulder threw a bullpen session today. Says he's ready. He was not on the run roster for the divisional round rosters will be set for the lcs sunday morning and this from rams coach sean mcveigh today not only preparing for the game against arizona but his wife is expecting they're preparing for the arrival of a baby due later this month he said it could be any day now and mcveigh said if he comes during a game i won't be at the game the rams play the next four sundays McVeigh says of the due dates, it's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Back to you. Thanks a bunch, Steve. Shopping for tires can be deflating, but not at TireRack.com, where fast, free shipping and free road hazard protection are just the start. Did you know they test tires? They got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. You're looking for great traction and a comfortable ride? They share their results so you can make an informed choice. Go to TireRack.com sports and tell them what you drive. Not sure where to begin? Try the Tire Decision Guide for personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli Tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers with free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and they'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, coming up next... The game in the NFL this week, I absolutely can't wait to see. We haven't talked about it at all yet. What is it? We'll tell you next right here at Tyrac.com Studios. Jason and Mike, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Happy Friday the 13th. Live from the TireRack.com studios. <laughs> Look at that. It's a full Friday. The, no Halloween or any other. Look at Ty shirt, actually. Like, wow, you expect Friday the 13th? We're getting Friday the 13th stuff. How about that? 
looking ahead at this weekend, mm-hmm. and we, we got we have a big baseball story to get into coming up in a few minutes. Because stuff I'm seeing today, I, I just I want to grab my computer and throw it out the window. Sometimes is but, it about Max Scherzer? No, no, not Scherzer's going to pitch. Whatever he's going to pitch, whatever he's going to go three innings, give up eight runs. It's going to be oh yeah, it's got a couple of things I got to refine on my slider. Yeah, fine. And it says no. former Dodger <laughs> Sheldon. <laughs> Former Dodger part-time Met, Sheldon returned to mount. Well, just, I mean, um, with eight runs and three innings, he would fit in. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, the game I really can't wait for on Sunday in the NFL, and it's going to surprise you, but the game I can't wait to see is the Patriots and the Raiders. Because Well, they have the number one team on there, you know, yeah, broadcast well, sure, squad. Sure, of course. Yeah, I can't wait to see this game because – The Patriots are a blank show that is unfolding in front of our eyes. How bad they are, how bad the decisions are being made by Bill Belichick, how bad they've been made over the past three years, and now vultures are circling and they're on board what we told you months ago that Belichick was coaching for his Patriots life this year. Welcome to the show. That's why we call the show Ahead of the Curve. We told you a while ago in July – Watch the blank show the Patriots are, and Belichick's going to be coaching for his Patriots life. There's been a lot of talk this this week. Now, I think, you know, people are like, well, oh, i got to take it to the next level. Belichick could be fired. Okay, timeout, timeout. They're not going to fire Bill Belichick middle of the season. It's not going to happen. If the team is bad, they're going to allow to continue them to be bad. Look, they'll beat the Jets again, so they'll be 2-15 and 15 <laughs> at least. But they're going to allow them to be bad because Bob Kraft knows, okay, it doesn't help to be 5-12. and 12. Um, It helps to be 2-15 and because that's where you know you're getting a quarterback. And obviously, if the Patriots stink, it means Mac Jones stinks, and they'll be looking for a new quarterback and a new head coach. I have no doubt this is it for Belichick in New England. The only thing I can see, because it will be the last year, because Belichick's done so much to act to to fire him in the regular season. That's not something really bad would have to happen. He'd have to get in a public argument with Bob Kraft. Something really bad would have for that to happen. But what I could see, hey, another big loss here. Quarterback change. Maybe it's Will Greer who's going to start at some point. Maybe you're going to see Malik Cunningham. Maybe yeah, both of say, them. He's, he you know? was in my timeline a lot today. Yeah. Maybe both of them will start at some. Maybe the Patriots will start all four guys, and Zappy will start. Well, it's maybe two quarterback system like Stanford. Yeah, maybe, maybe three quarterbacks. Why not? There hey, you go. The other guy can't come back in. Not if we have him in the game as a running back. Nah, we same as a running back. He can't play. We roll uh, the dice. It's your turn. What I can tell you I could see is this, is I could see if it gets to the point where things are just so bad that it's ine- we know it's inevitable – I could see a decision somewhere around Thanksgiving, whatever it is, where, hey, Belichick says, I'm, I'm stepping away after this year. Not a retirement, but just I'm stepping down for his head coach of the Patriots, and the last month of the year we can give him all the plaudits he wants. Hey, a farewell tour for one of the best head coaches we've ever seen. We can debate his legacy, but all the Super Bowls and Belichick's there. That I can see. The firing I can't, but I can see, hey, Belichick saying I'm stepping down after this year. His future up in the air, but this is it with the Patriots. Yeah, I think, you know, as you say, the firing, you would require something extra special and spicy I think right he breaks character and goes off on a rant uh, against Bob Kraft and company uh, what is interesting the final game of the season is a home game against the Jets yeah look up he wins yeah. and then he walks to the podium with a napkin and says I'm done <laughs> or the Jets beat him like 45-3 and they just say you're fired that's it you can't even beat the Jets <laughs> you can't beat the Jets you're done. you're done coming up next that big story out of Major League Baseball that's got me fuming
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.